Hey, how are you? My name is Matt Hines, and I want to talk about my involvement with the Bellevue Farms, which is part of the Bellevue Community Center in Belfont, Delaware. And I'm my position is the farm manager position. The previous episode I just did talked about uh, mostly about what I do, what that job entails, and, and the nature of the work I've been doing to manage, especially the farm. I went a little bit into the market. I want to go more into the market and give a, a rundown of what we're talking about and what we're doing and give a lot of uh, numbers and, and share actually the data I've been gathering and um, I guess to start with what our schedule looks like um, we have a farmers market that we host on site here Fridays May through October and uh, we're the sole produce vendor here so uh, and this is a small market. This is we usually will have like three or three or so other vendors most weeks. So it's a it's a small market. We're trying to get it off the ground. Um, um, but then we have every third Friday of the month we have a bigger festival, and then there's up to twenty five vendors. And so for us, um, well, I'll just say off the top too that like our sales have increased by about 30% from last year. Like our produce sales. And we're averaging, we're distributing, or, or, or we're selling on average let's see our overall average is probably 900 per week and that's uh, we have nine person CSA in addition to the sales at the market $900 a week on average for 30 weeks 27,000 is what we're projected projecting we've got a few more weeks to go nine more weeks we're, we got our market actually starting shortly today and uh, let me just give you actually more of the total distribution numbers that I have so and I'll distinguish here between the stuff that we've been growing and then the stuff we've been redistributing, purchasing from elsewhere, from other farms. And so the average units that we are distributing from our own fields per week is 125. And then the average amount of dollars that we're getting for our produce per week is looks like 275. 
times 30 is like 6,500 6, or so. 7,000 maybe. $7,000. So keep that number in mind. $7,000 from what we grew. And I gave all the stats on how much time we took. So you can do a calculation on labor hours for managing the farm per dollar earned. Um, and then there's the redistribution from other farms. And we're distributing, we, we're redistributing on average, I'll say 300 units per week. So that's nine, 9,000 for the year, I think. And then in dollars, the amount of money that we're getting from that is on average, looks like, I'll say 600 a week. And that's uh, 2,400. So I'm something is off with my numbers because I got twenty four hundred dollars from what we've redistributed and seven thousand dollars from what we grew. It's somewhere around in that range, but um, the key, and then looking at so seven thousand dollars out of a thousand hours of labor. That's seven dollars an hour. And that's actually, it should be lower than that. It's probably more like $5 an hour if you count for the market labor required to sell what we grew. $5 an hour. And that's compared to <clears throat> just focusing on the market part of it and splitting off the, from the growing. Just from purchasing. And yeah, you have to give that <clears throat> some rate to the farmer for what they're giving you but then still just looking at that activity which takes 650 hours a year and you're getting $24,000 so and that's so what's the 6, 12, 18, 24 that's like 40 I probably have my math messed up, but isn't that definitely more dollars per hour? Yeah, for sure. It's like $30 an hour that you get from your um, just running the market. And so this is like a point that I've, you know, it's not, this isn't like a some some fact that I've been trying to that I'm wishing to be true. I actually wish this wasn't true and I don't really understand it. But the reality is, and I've, I've seen this calculation a number of times where just the way, yeah, the way things are, even in the local food movement, market activity is a more profitable venture than farming activity. By far. So, 
anyways, th that's just some data on that. Um, well, this, this, I just want to talk about like, what does our weekly schedule look like around market activities generally? Uh, so some, at some point we all try to have a meeting for half an hour or an hour just to have some sort of game plan for the market. Um, and then also on Mondays I'm being prepared, I'm preparing to, uh, just get everything ready for the market that, <clears throat> you know, on Monday for Friday. So I take a field inventory, see what there is to harvest first. And then I go, <clears throat> secondly, I, you know, just then to wholesale outlets. And the one is common market, <clears throat> which we have to put in for them a $300 minimum order but then we get 20% off the order and they deliver it to us. And <clears throat> they have a lot of variety of stuff. So this is a really <clears throat> pretty decent option. They haven't been totally reliable. There's some parts of it that are inconvenient working with them. But, uh, there's also a lot of upside to that. It's it's easy. It doesn't take a lot of time, and you can get a lot of variety of produce. And I'll talk about the margins that we're getting. Uh, I don't know if I have that chart, but I do have some numbers on the different outlets that we're going to and how much money we're actually making off of it, um, rel relatively. Um, but I just, so, so the schedule goes like this, we got to get that. So we got to get that though, common market order in by noon on Monday. That's the latest you can do it. And also really it should be done earlier than that because I've had some issues where I've ordered stuff and they don't have it. And I'm assuming because I'm like the last person to order some of that stuff, if they're running out of it, they're not going to give it to us. So I probably should actually look to do that somehow earlier but then it's tough because you don't know what you have in the field so yeah that's that's a little bit complicated um but anyways common market is overall a good option but then you can also do this week i did not order from common market what i did was just uh we have a pretty good variety in our field to pick from and decent enough quantities we had some stuff left over from the previous week that we could sell again and uh, and then I went out to New Jersey. I went out to first. I went to Moods Orchard, and they have U Pick. They have amazing selection and really great prices there for U Pick, especially their berries. And I went out and I got twenty two pints of raspberries for five dollars a pound, and that's so that's actually like three dollars a pint which we're going we're gonna to sell for $6 a pint, and that's a really good price that we're giving. And then the blackberries are $2 a, a pound. That's more like $1.50 a pint. We're selling those for 5 a pint, which is a good deal. Got about 16 of those, and I've been getting those for the last month. They got apples, peaches, uh, pears, good pear varieties, um, 
and great prices. So I've been and yeah, so I got all those different things. So we have like really good fruit variety that we're offering. And the numbers on those look really good for moods. We're generally, if we're selling it, which we're, we usually are selling, especially the berries, every single berry sells. And you, you saw the margin on those. So you, every one of those we're making $3. Now, granted, I'm, I'm not counting into the labor because the berries are pretty time intensive. I spent five hours harvesting berries last yesterday. Um, but I generally enjoy the activity so it's worth it to me but I guess that definitely should be factored in um, but anyways it's well and I'll say this the, the berries are time intensive but the other fruits the apples pears peaches those are not time intensive I could pit, fill up 25 pounds of those in 15 minutes so those are easy pickings and fast um, so yeah, we'll go there, and then I also go to A.T. Busby Farm, also out in New Jersey. And there they've been supplying us weekly with corn, eggplant, peppers, cantaloupe. <clears throat> yeah, and that is another really great place, and the margins on that are definitely looking really good we get a great price from them and usually the stuff we buy from them especially the corn is such a good seller and we're making like that trip is worth it um it like adds up so by the way you know so i'm doing that on wednesday usually that's make that trip on wednesday um we do our own harvest generally on thursday Though with the other crops, we're going to have to do it Monday, Thursday, Friday harvests. <coughs> and then that common market order usually comes on Thursday morning as well. So you receive that and pack everything in the cooler. And um, all through the week, especially now with the tomatoes, trying to manage the tomatoes and a few things that can going rot on you if you're trying to keep it for more than the week um they're spending a good amount of time like managing the kitchen on you know monday wednesday friday and then friday is the market so usually we're uh pack the csa it takes about an hour do that at noon and then after that take everything out while uh jeray has been just opening up the farm stands and starting to get everything labeled and she's doing a bunch of other week weekly work with marketing um but by friday then she's probably going through and uh adding everything that we have and checking the prices and putting up the price prices um and working on you know i bring every i bring the produce out at about one o'clock before the three o'clock start and then she uh, puts it in on the display and labels everything and then yeah the market is on for four hours and we just try to keep everything stocked and staff it with one to three people and then when it's over we just pack it up and put everything away which takes two people about an hour and then I spend another half an hour 
gathering data um, maybe up to an hour after the market and just trying to kind of taking an inventory at <clears throat> taking inventory before and after the market so yeah and uh, let's see what else I can talk about that's relevant I've got a chart here that's showing different products different uh, produce items and how much we're selling by week and you can see the weekly fluctuations and you can see what can be gathered from this is a sense for when you can sell how much um, which helps like in our ordering so we want to try to order the right amount and we're do this again next year I could just look at this chart to some degree and get a sense for like all right well we know we know we sold we know we distributed and this this chart is looking at distribution and I would say a good at least a tenth of this number is probably a donation or stuff that we just took as the staff for ourselves um, but I still think that's like even more important than the amount of money because if it's being distributed, if it's somebody's taking it home and we're trying to do the nonprofit thing anyways here, it's that's really the key number that I am concerned with. So we'll buy what we can distribute. Even if we can't sell it all, if we can distribute it, the th I think the goal is to try to buy right up to that number and but then try not to buy too much where you have waste. Uh, this I was tracking also uh, the, like the wholesale costs and I have numbers on how much it's costing each trip for time and gas and everything like that and generally when we go make that New Jersey trip it's costing 35 bucks 40 bucks uh, we were doing a southern Delaware southern Delaware trip which would cost about 50 bucks for us um, and Overall, that one was actually a little less profitable, but when we go to AT Busby and we go to Moods, that is, uh, we're getting really good returns on that. And for the most part, we're getting good returns on Common Market too. The one problem with Common Market, the only big mistake we've made in ordering is watermelons. That's the one thing that we bought because they can only sell it by the bin. And so we got a whole bin of it and like we only sold let half and we lost like $150 for the two times the three times that we got the bins and then if, stupidly I like ordered it a third time I should have learned the mistake by then but I would just say that like this operation is not can't really mess with that large of a quantity there has to be a mindfulness of the quantities here and not and that like having to get a whole bin of watermelons is way too much for this scale and we've kind of gotten burned on that but otherwise everything else is making a lot of sense and well i guess you could argue that our farm operation doesn't quite make sense either but like i know all the arguments besides just the productivity and the efficiency of the operation is why 
there's strong support to continue to do this. And I think you can, with some refinements that I mentioned in the previous episode, get closer to that. Um, but anyways... Uh, yeah, so... I think... Uh, I think... I'm going to leave it there. There's a lot more like specific details I can give on these data sets that I have, but I think that kind of gives a good rundown of what our market looks like and you know what it takes to to have an urban farm market, but also seeing like those numbers overall are pretty encouraging. $30 an hour to operate this thing. And um you know, that's that's not straight profit because everything else, all the other costs, I didn't even talk about, like, the costs of the market. Um, and all, all these different other... You can go into a whole rabbit hole and trying to evaluate it, but just off the top, I think that's a pretty good... That That's doing pretty good. And I, I've just been trying to, I guess, promote the idea that I would love to see more of these operations. I would love to see them supported more robustly where I think the urban farming just in whatever circles I'm in right now is getting a lot more attention and there's not really um, fully appreciating I think to a necessary degree the value that the market has as well and then how necessary it is to also have a strong market in order to support the urban farm in the first place no market no farm, okay? No farmer, no food, but no market, no farm. So, like, prom- yeah, like market promotion, man. That's kind of the thing I'm, uh, the thing I'm on. Uh, any support that we can give, if we're talking about anything about health outcomes, public health, uh, wellness, um, you know, if we're getting directly on to food security, if that's the focal point like it is for me then I just think really focusing on urban markets, urban produce markets is the place where you can get the most bang for your buck you can get operations off the ground you can support locally owned and grassroots efforts to do this through running markets, running produce markets, you can use the model that we're doing uh, as an example. And uh, this, this can be a venture that is profitable. This can be something that a person can take on if they're dedicated to it. And they can actually make a living doing it. That's on top of the the public service that they're providing. I'd say three. Thank you. Sure. (laughs) How you doing? Good, how are you? Good. Yeah, we're just starting the market as we speak. So... Because the, the service is really um, 
really an asset to the community. And we're right here in a fairly urbanized place where they didn't come this week. Yeah, I didn't hear from them. You know, walking distance or an easy driving distance or bus bus ability. There's 10,000, 20,000 people right here. Um, And this is the only place around that I know of where they could get locally grown produce. And I would just love to see that actually exist in every neighborhood in the country, but we could start here in northern Newcastle County. And there's actually about seven different locations, ten, seven to ten different locations, which could be identified as the highest priority areas or the the highest feasibility areas to make an impact and create better accessibility. So I would just love to see any money that is intended for public health or um, healthy food access to focus even more so on helping to develop the markets.